Welcome to On the DL with DNL. Here we are in a different set, changing things up a little bit for a couple of episodes. Um, quick housekeeping note, we hope you're watching uh, in chronological order. We don't want you to Star Wars these episodes, you might be lost. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they talking about? Oh my goodness. So, uh, anyways, hope you enjoy them. And gosh, we're like 13 episodes in. That's uh, Went by, yeah. Went by quick. Went by quick. Yeah. And here uh, I thought it was just going to take a few episodes. That's all, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. Yeah, how'd that happen? I know. Um, not like we had a lot to talk about. Um, but before <laughs> we go, let's. Uh, I'm going to say a quick prayer. Before we get to it. Before we get to it, before we hit the ground running. Uh, so, Father God, I just thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for your love, your wisdom, your mercy, your grace, and all that you do for us. Lord, let this uh, podcast bless somebody. Father, let it be uh, falling on willing to listen ears uh, and uh, hearts that are willing to receive, Father. We just thank you for all that you do, and we lift up this time to you in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank Hallelujah. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, one thing I wanted to uh, transition to, because you know today we are going to uh, shift gears. Same topic. Uh, part I don't know four or five. Six, uh, I think we stopped <laughs> calling them parts now because we're just continuation. Yeah. The continuing. You know, it's like pie. You topic. just have all these parts, <laughs> all these pieces. That's a good one. Um. <laughs> so it's the same subject. So it's the same subject. Biological yeah. parents, spiritual parents, yeah, godparents. Yes, um, and the, there is a difference. So, and I don't think I touched on this. And mm-hmm. I know we may have talked about it a little bit in previous episodes. But you know, me being an only child right. had a different dynamic dealing with parents and all of the secretive stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, um, certain abuses and things of that nature. But you know, when you have siblings. Yeah. That that brings a completely different dynamic to the situation. And I know Laura is going to uh, share more on that uh, yes. as well. Yes. So, but that's all um, part of the big picture. And uh, now I'm going to turn it over to my beautiful wife, the love of my life. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> I'm like, wait, there's more to that. <laughs> the complete sentence. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, so this now it's my turn to share about my folks, about my parents. Um, so just to give you a little glimpse, um, a little back background, backstory. Um, my dad came from a home with obviously his mom and dad, and then his brother, and so that's all that was in their household. Now. They had a lot of extended family, a big family on both his, my dad's mom's side and his dad's side. So there was a lot of extended family. My mom's side, um, she came from a household of 13 kids. So she's one of 13 children in that household. So wow. there was a lot of children um, and a lot of extended family as well. So on her father's side, her mom's side, um, very small, just, I think her, I think my, uh, mom's mom had only like a couple of siblings, I believe. So, um, needless to say, very different dynamics, kind of like with you and I, Yeah. you know, we, um, you came from a small family, immediate family, but a lot of extended family. 
Um, yeah, it reminds me of my grandmother who had a whole right. ton of siblings. Gosh, 11 or 12 brothers and sisters. Right. You know. And uh, she was also a twin. And she was a twin. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. But her um, twin passed away, right? Yeah, her twin passed away. Yeah, her twin passed away at birth. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so and then me having just this little familiarity of this few people, <laughs> right, you know, right? Uh, and then meeting this ginormous family, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so with my dad, I do know that they didn't spend a lot of time with his extended family, and later would find out why. Um, a lot of things, a lot of family stuff, dynamic wise. Um, but so that's kind of where they came from. And then they got together. They had four children. Um, first child was a boy, then a girl, then a boy, then a girl. Hello. My <laughs> boy, girl, boy, girl. <laughs> yes. And that, the last girl is my favorite. <laughs> so I'm the youngest of four. And um, it was really cool because um, it was really neat that my parents wanted to have all their kids L's, you know, names with L's. And, um, obviously they had names, their first names were beginning with L. And, um, so we all had the same initials LC, um, or at least the beginning and the, the middles were all different, but anyways, all that to say LC family. And, um, so just to kind of give you a background there, everything I'm going to be sharing with you, I'm really trying hard to stay focused on, just keeping it about my parents by, you know, the biological parents we're talking about, we're talking about spiritual parents and, you know, slash godparents. Um, so I'm going to do my best. So hopefully I don't do too many rabbit trails, whatever, bunny trails, whatever you want to call it. So as you yeah. can imagine, <laughs> as you can imagine with such a large family, um, wow. and a lot of dynamics and change happening and timing yes. issues, um, you can imagine there's a lot of branches because mm -hmm. each each person, each family member, each parent, yes. there's branches from each parent. Well, right. You know, we could deviate from that and just there could be just stories within stories right. within stories. So right. rather than go that route, because there's a lot of things that we can revisit later, um, mm -hmm. I think at this point it's, it's still remaining on topic and kind of staying in that main root of right. things, you know. Right. Absolutely. So uh, that's why we're kind of narrowing that down a little bit yeah so there's a a lot to share so again bullet points is what i'm trying to do yeah so um the first home i remember us living in as a family um i remember the street name um antelope and uh yeah so really cool um in that home obviously while they were living there, I was born. Hello. Um, and we actually lived just down the street from um, my mom's sister and her husband and her kids. And at the time she had two, later she would have three. But in that particular season, that time frame, she had two. And I was really close to my cousin. Um, and so I spent a lot of time over there. She spent time at our house. We would just walk to each other's houses. That's when you could do that safely. Yeah. Um, a lot of, you know, kids in the neighborhood, um, when I wasn't playing with her or spending time with her, then 
as we know that my mom was working at skating plus. Mm -hmm. So I was at skating plus a lot. Um, few times I was at my grandmother's being watched, but my dad actually was working at General Motors. So his time was really jam-packed. Um, he actually worked in Van Nuys and we lived in Ventura. So there was a commute that he had to do. So he got up really early in the morning and then he got home in the afternoon. Well, a lot of his time was spending time with taking care of you know, um, our animals or our yard work or how anything that the man of the house usually does fixing stuff or, or whatnot. Um, unfortunately disciplining, disciplining kids coming home and having to do that. Um, but he coached my brothers. Mm -hmm. I think it could have been one for sure, but could have been two. Yeah. I think it was both of them. Um, both of my brothers were coached by my dad, um, at the little league field and so time with practice and games and all that kind of stuff and what that looks like so I don't remember a lot of time with my dad it's almost like I don't really I didn't really know my dad like I rem remember his wonderful hugs occasionally I remember the songs I would remember or learn in preschool and I'd come and it would actually be like he would be like, oh, what's that song? And then I do remember interactions like that, that he would encourage me with that and we would laugh. Um, but it wasn't that often. I don't remember ever sitting down and having great conversations with my dad because in that household, it was starting to be a lot of strife going on. A lot of, um, just a lot of challenges within my mom and dad. I never seen them, as you remember in your folks, I never seen loving, affection, great conversation, um, even encouraging of real positivity with the children in the home, like a, together, you know? Um, he was really good with coaching and showing that aspect. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounded like, if you don't mind, it sounded no. like... The atmosphere had already changed. The marriage atmosphere, the home atmosphere had already right. changed. And Once I came along. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and <laughs> then at this point, it was pretty much just going through the motions. Right, exactly. And me not having, obviously, ever conversation as to my mom and dad ever sharing like, oh, this is the stuff we used to do or whatever. It, it was like, this is all I knew. The rink and then what my household looked like. And then I'd spend time with my cousin a lot. And then I remember my mom going to family functions a lot. And obviously us kids would go with her, not understanding why my dad didn't go along with us. Um, and my mom having such a big family, there was a party pretty much every day, it seemed like. All the time. And <laughs> kind of like what you shared, you remembered. Um, which, you know, not only the big holidays, but the birthdays, the weddings, the graduations, the celebrations, the, ex, you know, extended families, you know, sporting events or um, extracurricular stuff. It's mostly sports. It was mostly that. Um, yeah. But and a lot of stuff. Again, I don't want to bunny trail because there's other things branched off that we can I can talk about in my upbringing. But that was in uh, the first home, the first home. Um I do remember my dad taking us kids with him to see his parents occasionally. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say it maybe was for the major holidays, major, you know, um, events. 
Um, I wouldn't say necessarily like birthdays. I don't remember him taking us over there to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I didn't like going. I do remember that. Hmm. And what I remember of his side of the family, meaning my grandmother, my grandfather, and my uncle, my dad's brother. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like the that my grandma smoked. She was drinking. Mm. Um, my uncle drank and he smoked. Um, but then he was very verbally abusive to his parents, more so my towards my grandmother. And that was very um, scary. Very just, I didn't like that at all. And so it got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to go, you know. Um, but again, nothing ever explained, nothing ever. I never really shared what I was feeling. I just internalized it. And then the dynamics at home. Then fast forward, we moved out of that home into a brand new home, mm. which looking back, the amount of money that they paid for that house, because it was a four bedroom with a living room, a dining room, a kitchen, a backyard, a big front yard, a big garage, you know, the whole thing. And back then that was like a huge deal. Heck so yeah. it was um, almost like my parents were well off in a sense. I mean, I guess if you had like, they were doing okay, they were doing okay. You know, um, they weren't hurting. We, you know what I mean? So, um, in that home, it seemed like all the, uh, how do I say it? All the anger kind of became stronger and more evident. Um, a lot of unhappiness, um, a lot of secrets, um, that, again just overflowed not that it not that the house brought it but it's just again it's just more i'm obviously growing so i'm hearing more i'm observing more right um there was a lot of time within my older siblings where the focus became about disciplining them um seeing my older siblings go through challenges different challenges and i almost felt like lost just lost in the shuffle of the busyness and Lot, just lost in a lot of different ways. I had a lot of nightmares, a lot of um, bad dreams. Um, going through a lot as a child. Again, we'll get into that later. Um, then just what I seen within my parents, just they were unhappy. They were constantly fighting. And um, when I say that, verbally fighting. Um, I don't remember anybody throwing anything, but I do remember it getting really physically intense with parental, with older siblings Mm. and that was really scary for me because I was like what's going on why is this you know and you're trying to make sense of things that you're seeing and when nobody sits you down or you know then you're like left to your own thought your young mind you know of oh my gosh what does that mean oh you know I didn't feel loved Mm. um I felt overlooked and even though there was love but I didn't really feel it or see I don't know it's, it's hard to explain but I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it, but in that household... Well, you didn't have the expression of love. So it wasn't expressed to you from what I've heard even in our own conversations in the past and then just hearing you speak about it now. um, It just seems like there wasn't devoted time to share common interest or to teach certain things right or to have conversations and dialogue where there was you know both of you 
speaking, but both of you listening. Right, exactly. And again, this is just stuff I remember and what I observed. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the some of the other stuff too is that I would want to always spend time with my older sibling, um, especially my sister. But of course, you know how that goes with the younger sibling wanting to hang out. You're like, okay, <laughs> kid, kick rocks. No, <laughs> and then me, energetic and laughing and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure that was probably like, hey, not cool, whatever. But there was a few times when my older sister would take me a couple places, and I do remember that. But. In regards to my dad, I just um, remember those types of things. And I remember my mom always saying, like, uh, to my older siblings mostly, you know, wait until your dad gets home or I'm going to tell your dad or, you know, and then a couple of things like, well, we can't tell your dad about that, you know, or whatever it is. There's a lot of stuff that was said and done. Um, And so, again, my mom worked. My dad worked. My dad was into uh building cars always ever since he was, I think really young and that always, it never left him really. And so I remember him working on cars, you know, whether that be the current car they had or an extra, whatever it was like a fixer upper kind of thing. Um, a project car or whatnot. I remember him having a Volkswagen. So, um, (laughs) there was a couple of times I do remember him taking me to preschool, um, and getting me ready or trying to get me ready, doing his best to get me ready. Um, struggling and showing frustration towards my mom, kind of talking to her like she's in the room, but she wasn't there. Kind of like just saying, you know, he she might have left for work or maybe she had an appointment. I don't know what the reason was, why he had to get me ready for school and drop me off. But I do remember him just going, damn, Lisa, and just like trying to struggle, you know, struggling. And I was just probably crying because of the pain or whatnot from getting <laughs> my hair done because of all this hair, you know. So, um but I do remember that, that he was dropping me off at school. Yeah. And then I remember him picking me up a couple of times and being just so excited that my dad was coming to pick me up, you know? And so, um, those are just the small little bullets. But again, we didn't really have, I couldn't really say that this is my dad or I knew a lot about him or his, his likes other than just the few things that I had mentioned, you know, he, he loved his, um, he loved, I know he loved us. It just, I seen him love spending time with the, my brothers and, um, maybe my sister, I know that they went camping, they would go motorcycle riding, things like that. I never went. Um, so anyway, so fast forward into that when we were in the second home, um, my dad working at General Motors, he ended up getting sick and, um, in the documentary we did with him, he talked more about that yeah. and thankful we had that time. Yeah. But he actually, um, I remember him saying how, when he got sick, he was, wasn't feeling good. He drove himself to the doctor and he was, they were like, you need to get checked into the hospital. Now you're in kidney failure. And so fast forward, he ended up, um, yeah, going, losing his kidneys. And so when he went on dialysis, waiting on um, a list for kidney transplant and praise God, he did get that kidney transplant Yes, because back then, thankfully there wasn't a huge long list as there is. I mean, I'm sure there was a list, but not to today's standards of lists for major organ transplants. The wait wasn't as long as long. Right. Yeah. 
So I do remember hearing stories, but it was so chaotic because again, I, it was like, my dad's sick. I know it's serious. He could die. Those are the things I, I knew and that it wasn't necessarily that they sat me down to explain it. It was kind of like, I'm just taking bits and pieces. Um, it just became something that was understood. Yeah. And like overhearing chatter or hearing talk yeah. of my mom and her siblings or whatnot. I do remember in that time as well is that my mom spent a lot of time with her family. Um, and I do remember arguments happening because of that, but not having more of an understanding of it, of the depth, her family being her family, meaning her siblings, mm. um, my cousins. Like I remember her giving a lot of time and energy into that. And I know that that was a lot of fights as well. So not only fights of my mom and dad's children and, and older siblings and the things that come along with that, um, you know, having older siblings that ran away from home and, and, and it's just those scary times when nobody explains things, you're just like, what's going on? You know, just the, the strife and just the, you know, hardships. And, um, so all that to say is, well, my dad was sick and going through the transplant, um, going through the healing process while he was sick or on dialysis, um, we actually sold, they, they sold that house cause they had to, um, financially, they just couldn't do it, um, with my dad not working, you know? Oh yeah. And yeah, because of him being sick. Yeah. And so he got sick due to working. It was in relation to where he was working. There was something chemical or oils or something that seeped into his skin that pretty much, broke down to his kidneys. That's a, that's kind of like a nutshell of it. But we moved in with my mom's sister and her family. So my mom's sister and her husband, they had four children and then my mom and dad had four kids. So we had, and then I think it was a four bedroom house. So there was a lot of us in that small area. And I know even in that, there was more arguments, more because you're now you're clashing two families and the dynamics and space and you know how that goes. While my dad was healing from that, then he actually moved out and onto the property of my grandparents. And what had happened was my mom and dad decided to separate, to legally split. Um, they didn't yet sit us kids down and discuss it with us. It was kind of like, this is just what's happening. We're staying with my mom. My dad's moving out. He's still healing through his transplant. Mm -hmm. My grandparents, his parents, my dad's parents had a property with two homes on it. And the back house was my, uh, the kids, <laughs> my siblings, um, our great grandparents lived there. Oh, okay. And so he actually, um, was given that property to go ahead and, um, tear that old house down and rebuild. Well, it was, it's so interesting that that would happen. Obviously looking back now is that he was broken down physically and had to rebuild 
a life change. Yeah. Because once you get sick like that, you there's a lot of life changes that you have to do. Major adjustments. So not only did he have to change his eating habits, his lifestyle, um, slowing down, um, really those types of things, you know, then here it is in, in another aspect of it, of tearing down a home, old home and rebuild. Well, we, when he rebuilt the home, he rebuilt it considering his family, meaning his wife and his four kids. Um, so there was room for all of us and my mom, we never moved in there. So as he's healing, he draws out the plans for this home. So he's had he's had the transplant. He's healing. He's healing, but he's going through the blueprints and basically drawing out what this home looks like. Yeah. With all of us. Um, I don't know what the agreement with them, with my mom and dad. I don't know if she told him, hey, we'll move in once it's done. I don't know if she said, no, we're not. And he was just doing it as in hopes that they, we all would. Right. Um, I do know once the house was built, I do remember having Christmas, um, there and I th- there's even photos of it, but I remember my dad buying my mom a ring and kind of trying to get back together with her, Oh wow! but that never happened. Like yeah. it didn't. So we f- kids stayed with my mom and then at some point, my older siblings at different times stayed with my dad, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, so we'll, I'll get into that with my mom's side later of, of the, all that side of it. But um, with my dad, so from the age of around 10 is when we separated. So they separated, but we all, the kids separated from him as well, in a sense. So... He stayed connected, I think, with my older siblings. Mm. With me, I think I remember him calling a couple of times and trying to connect. But it didn't really because I was angry. I was angry for a lot of reasons. And again, to do with my parents and then to do with outside influence and outside situations, which we'll again later get to. But... I took on a lot of my mom's anger, resentment, bitterness towards my dad. You had said it, I believe, earlier, is that by the time I came along, the fourth child, it was already on that outs for them, unfortunately. Um, It just, this is, this is just what it is, you know, Um, but as a child, you well me i couldn't help but think is it my fault did i have something to do with it you know like what is that dynamic so the words that my mom would say were so in a place of hurt and a place of fear or all of her her past even just from her childhood whatever the case is but i took on like taking her side even though she didn't have to tell me necessarily, she never sat me down and said, Hey, Laura, look, it's either my, you're either on my side or your dad's side. She didn't say that, but her actions and her words were pretty much along those lines. Yeah. It didn't take any ultimatum, but you know, it's interesting that, that people share things. Right. And when you talk about a family dynamic and somebody who's angry with a spouse or an ex spouse, or, or if there's some sort of division 
beginning to happen. It's interesting how that anger, those emotions spill over. And mm-hmm. if you're living in one area and you're hearing one side of a story, right? even if you're not hearing the whole story, all you know is what you see and partially right. hear. Right. And then you, we're human. So we form our own ideas right. and thoughts and, and opinions about what we know. Right. You know, and it's real easy to suddenly decide, well, I'm going to take this person aside. And that's not even necessarily a conscious decision. It just, you, it can just be organic and just mold into that. Right. You know. Right. Now, I, I will say that with my mom, we did move a lot. Like, no joke, probably, I would say close to 20 times we moved around. Um, and, you know, uh, just in that alone, it's just so chaotic and just so you know how what that goes along with moving um and everybody's going through their different emotions and perspective of things but then without being sat down and again during this time if you've noticed I had didn't bring up any time of prayer with a family yeah. or going to church or getting into the word or what does God say there was nothing like that although we were raised Catholic, I say that in little quotes because it wasn't like we were really devoted going to church often. It was more like just, again, occasional weddings or major holidays like a New Year's or a Christmas. I think they had New Year's things. But anyways, I don't remember. Um, I went through the whole catechism thing. Yeah. And um, I can tell you, I didn't have a closeness with Christ. It was very disconnect. Um it was very almost scary in a sense. This is my perspective. This is what I experienced, you know, 